changes the fashion brand that motivates one word at a time thanks for joining us today again we're going to have another chat with ashley hardy of intentional you we've had three other chats if you missed any of them you can check them out on our soundcloud where we're under the word changes or you can find us on google podcasts or itunes podcasts The last three chats were job search strategy, networking strategy, and interviewing strategy. So they were awesome, and Ashley gave us some great tips. So today, our final chat is salary negotiation, and we know that this is an important part, you know, of your job search. So Ashley's here to give us some tips on how to be able to advocate for yourself to get the best salary. So stay tuned, enjoy, and look out for our other podcast that we will be announcing soon. Our goal for 2020 is to make sure that you are persistent in all that you do and that you set your goals and crush them. Thanks, everyone. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for joining us again for the last installment in our job search, networking, interviewing strategy chat. So today we're going to talk about the salary negotiation, which I know everybody likes to be able to say that they got the best offer. You know, they didn't short sell themselves. So we're looking for you to give us some guidance on this today. Yes, I'm super excited. Salary negotiation is probably one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, More so because I think we're all, uh, like you said, a little fearful of the salary negotiation. Um, It's something that oftentimes people, um, women especially, uh, count themselves out out of early on. So um, what I'm going to do is kind of like two parts. I'll real quickly go over um, some pre-work things that you need to do with the salary negotiation. And then, um, you know, once you're in the process, some things that you can do as well. Sounds good. So, all right. So, um, as you know, um, most women um, auto- automatically are really nervous about the sal- salary negotiation piece. Um, one of the things especially with um, women of color, is negotiating the salary um, when you're, one, a woman, and then two, a black woman. So having those two things, you know, in the back of your mind when thinking about the, the inequalities <laughs> that, you're, mm-hmm. that you may be up against uh, with your employer. So um, one of the things that I would um, encourage people to do uh, women especially, is um, work on building your network 
within your organization. So the reason why I say that is because you're going to have people who, um, in doing that, you're going to have people who have confidence in you and can really um, make sure uh, to speak to your abilities, um, your successes, your value and contributions. And these are going to be all things that, especially if these people are sitting at the decision-making table, are going to advocate for you. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a whole nother uh, topic, but knowing the difference between a mentor, a coach, and a sponsor, you want to make sure that not only within your organization do you have mentors and coaches, you want to make sure that you have sponsors. And the mm-hmm. sponsors are these this network that you want to make sure that you're, um, you want to make sure that you have sponsors as a part of your network so that when it comes to um, going in for that salary negotiation or raise, um, you have somebody advocating for you um, on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next thing that you want to do too is if you're in a place where it's really flat, um, you're at the top of your pay scale, your, your pay band, the, the other thing that you can do is do a little bit of research of what are some other things beyond compensation that you can negotiate. So it might be, um, it might not necessarily be financial, right. but it might be, um, you know, when it comes to uh, your professional development, it might be uh, your um, benefit package. Um, what are some other perks within the the work, the job that you can negotiate as well? Right. Um, so like more time off or something like that, additional weeks. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Working remotely from home. Yes. Um, you know, all of those types of things. Um, the next thing to do as pre-work is know who your audience is. Um, negotiations in general um, aren't just you and your supervisor. Um, there's a lot of other people that are, are part of it. So um, knowing who you're talking to, not only your direct supervisor, but then also the folks that your direct supervisor will be talking to. Um, again, that's where that building those relationships, um, building that team is really important. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, and then this will kind of lead me into how you negotiate, negotiate your salary is to not look at salary negotiation as a personal thing. The number one thing that I find um, People in general, when salary negotiation, what people in general, but more so women, is that we look at it from a personal standpoint. I need this salary raise because, you know, my expenses are going up, or I've added a mouth to feed in my family, or, um, you know, I'm, um, I'm doing more work than so and so, and I'm, you know, I, I deserve it, and I'm, I'm tired, like. So, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is true, you do deserve it, um, but you can't approach the ask with emotion, right? You have to clearly define um, what you bring to the table, and in doing so, what you'll be able to do is um, 
ensure that you're going to land this salary raise. Um, hopefully a title is associated with it as well in some cases, but making sure that you take the eye out of anything that is related to your negotiation and stick to the the facts. So remove those emotions and, and stick to the facts of it. I'm wondering, just just a thought, because when you were saying that um, women tend to, you know, think of it as I personal, the first thing I thought about was, you know, if if I have a number in my mind and I do not get that offer, I would take that personal in the sense that they would I would think, oh, it's because I'm a woman or maybe it's because I'm a woman of color that they don't think I'm worthy of that salary number that I believe that I am worthy of. Yeah. So it's funny. I, so that's the, I, that's how I would personalize it in that situation. But I agree. There are oh. definitely people as well that think the way you were explaining. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And it's definitely different on once you've gotten the the mm-hmm. salary. So then, yeah, it's completely okay to think about the eyes in in that sense. Yes. But when you're approached the negotiation, mm-hmm. you don't want to approach it from. Um, I, so here's what I would say for for the eye piece. What you want to make sure that you're doing is um, making sure that your statement, um, your salary, salary negotiation statement one, always have one ready. Um, so basically what that is, is that it's, um, a a document that whether you are already in a company going up for a raise, whether you are, um, being interviewed for a new position, this is a letter that, that states why you feel that you're deserving of um, additional benefits and or um, compensation than what they've currently offered you. Mm. And so the way, so what I'm saying, take I out of it is that it's not necessarily um, always personal. Sometimes it is, but it's not necessarily always personal. You have, they, they want to win. Um, and you have to remember they're going to try and, and get you at a, I guess, a reasonable rate, right? Yes. Um, and so what can happen is when you feel your emotions kind of getting into play, you're starting to get angry, um, that can technically ruin some of the chances of that salary negotiation. So that's why I say, like, get your mind right. Mm-hmm. Get your mindset okay. so that when you're negotiating the salary, you're taking the I out of it, the you out of it, I should say. Um, and that you're more so focusing on the facts. So you're focusing on your value. And so what this means is you're able to, um, and this would be the first thing in, in negotiating your value, um, or sorry, your salary, um, is being able to really list what it is that you bring to the table. So for example, there was a time when I um, applied for a position and um, and this was really early on in my career. Um, and the salary that they offered me 
wasn't quite what I was hoping for, for the title that I was applying for. Um, and so one of the things that I um, did was write one of those um, salary um, justification letters um, in my response to the original offer that said, you know, after having done some um, uh, research, I've I've noticed that, you know, some of the other um, individuals in the company that are at the same level as me don't have nearly as much experience. I've been working in the industry for some odd um, years. Here's what I bring to the table. I have experience doing this. I have experience doing this. You wouldn't have to train me coming in. Um, and a lot of times I like to explain that while um, monetary compensation isn't my only motivation. Mm -hmm. um, there are definitely, you know, there's definitely other things that would keep me motivated to, to um, uh, take the offer. Um, but I do realize that, um, you know, I, I, I'm deserving uh, not because of uh, what I think, but because what I know in terms of receipts that I can provide you, um, that when I come on board, I'm going to go above and beyond and give you amazing results and help the, the organization to progress forward. Knowing that, you know, this is, um, I'm hoping that we can negotiate uh, the salary a bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing that you can do, too, is if they still are not willing to come up that much or budge too too much on the number, you can get it in writing that within six months after they, they've seen your work um, to revisit that conversation. Um, but just know that when you um, take a potential uh, salary, that's not to say that you're not going to get higher salaries going aboard, uh, you know, um, being upwardly mobile in general. Um, and as you move um, up and or across within your um, field, but you want to make sure that you're getting as much as you possibly can, because when you think of the longevity of how long you'll be working, you know, you're right. If you're coming at at fifty thousand, when you could have come in at sixty thousand, if you're, where would you be in fifteen years? At and you might not even be in the same company, or definitely not in the same position. But coming in at fifty thousand versus where you might have come in at sixty thousand, you know, that can definitely make a difference for the long game, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so you know, I was. Really oh no! Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say that's why it's really important to to not be fearful to negotiate. Yeah, and I I was thinking, one, like that justification letter, where could, if someone wanted to write something like that, are there like templates online where they can find that? Oh, yeah, you can definitely um, do a Google search. There will be lots of... Um, different templates that you can find, um, not only templates, but it'll kind of walk you through um, the type of approach that you want to take um, mm -hmm. for those types of letters. 
So yeah, they're definitely out there with a simple, a simple search. Okay. And then just one thing came to mind when you were talking, like in Massachusetts, and I don't know how many listeners are in Massachusetts, but um, when you, this law came into effect, I think in 2018, that an employer can no longer, or a potential employer can no longer ask um, a candidate what their prior salary was like at their other job. So I guess someone that kind of short sells themselves on a position and then is looking to leave that company and go somewhere else in Massachusetts, you know, they can't ask you what you were making. So you can, you know, understand how you short, short sold yourself in that position and really negotiate what you should be getting in your new position. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that is an important, important point that asking for salary um, is illegal. <laughs> and one of the the ways that you can, um, you know, approach that if an employer were to ask you that is that, you know, uh, to my knowledge, um, within, you know, whatever state you're in, you might want to check your um uh, your state laws just to see that they're currently in effect there. Um, but, you know, uh, to my knowledge, in the state of Massachusetts, um, asking a potential uh, candidate is um, by law um, illegal. Um, but I know that that can be a little uh, confusing and not everybody knows because it's a fairly new law. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would be interested in learning um, from you is typically what are some of the uh, salaries that you've um, offered to other um, candidates who have come into this role um, or what type of salary are you, um, what, what's the potential salary range for this position? So like mm-hmm. throw it back on them. Right. And yeah. take that pressure off of you. Yes, good, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, another couple things that you can do um, with the salary negotiation is um, looking at, uh, we talked about um, the actual like monetary piece, so the, the letter justification, um, doing your research, looking at some uh, online, um, I forgot to mention this, but looking at some online research, resources, excuse me, such as Glassdoor, um, Payscale, Salary Info, to get a, a general average um, number for um, the the role that you're applying for. And then um, with that being the average, really take into account how long you've been working, what your experience has been. Um, the value add, uh, what you've been able to um, bring to the table. Um, these are all the things that you want to factor in to mm-hmm. your the average cost that you, you might be looking at. So um, that's another place where you don't want to sell yourself short. I always say that, you know, you can ask for more and the worst that they're going to say is no. Exactly. Um, because they're not going to take the offer off the table 
And if they do, then that tells you the type of organization that you're working for. And again, do you want to work for somebody like that? Exactly. Agreed. And then another thing I like to do is if the, the number comes in really low or not what you were expecting, I always um, already having kind of an idea of what the, the market average salary is. I always like to ask, you know, how did you calculate this salary? Oh, um, how were you able to, to come up with um, this, this salary number? The, the reason why I like this is because it allows them to see that you've done a little bit of your research and that you're just not going to allow yourself to be lowballed. Um, and the other thing to think about too is make sure that when you're doing your research, you're looking at not only your industry, but your geographic area and your experience level as well, because a salary in um, Atlanta is going to be much different than a salary in California, you know? Right. Right. Um, so, so you're doing kind of, I mean, cost of living type of analysis. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of touched on this um, and the research piece, but um, when it comes to the negotiating portion of it, um, what are some of those other things that you can negotiate besides the base salary? And are they willing to budge on that? So being able to look at um, what are the perks, what are the incentives? Um, again, we talked about benefits, looking at those vacation days, working remotely. Um, is there tuition reimbursement? Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those are the types of things that, again, if you're looking at the long game, um, if you have plans to go back for grad school, if they have tuition reimbursement, well, maybe it's worth, um, you know, negotiating your salary as high as you can go and then taking that tuition reimbursement so that you're not going to have student loans <laughs> when you're done with your degree, which will save you lots of dollars. Um, and then there are, you know, make sure that you check to see what the the stipulations around that are after you, you know, take the class or after you would finish your degree with them. Do you have to stay for so many years? Um, those are just things that you have to keep in mind, but if that's something that you're okay with, then it's well worth it to to go through it and, and have your classes paid for. Um, that's what my, um, husband does now. Um, Mm -hmm. He is finishing up his degree and uh, his work pays for his classes. And so um, for him in engineering, it it requires um, that you have like a certain GPA in order for them to like give your full um, amount of money back. So, you know, something to <laughs> make sure, want to make sure that you're studying for it so you get every penny. Right. Um, Incentive. <laughs> Right, exactly. But um, the way it works is, you know, he'll pay for it up front. He shows them their report, his report card, and then they put the money back in his account. So, you know, he's working and um, no tuition that he will have to take care of um, when he's done. And so that's another thing. If you want to return to school, if you want to get 
you know, certificates or, you know, things like that, um, think about tuition reimbursement because that is definitely a nice, a nice perk that you can negotiate outside of the salary. Right. No, that is, that is helping you move to move upward and mobile. You know what I mean? And that, and that company being able to get that next position, the director position or whatever it may be. So use it, use it, take advantage of it. And then I want to, Oh, go ahead. No, you, I was thinking, what if, and you might be about to talk about this. What if it's like someone's trying to figure out a salary that they should accept for a position, a position that's new, a position where you do your Google search, whatever, but you just can't seem to find something that's similar, not even exactly the same, but kind of similar, you know, a new niche. Um, Maybe even a good example would be a lot of these, you know, AI is becoming Mm -hmm. like really popular now. So what would someone do in a situation like that where they just aren't sure what they should be asking for? Cause there's not much info out there. Well, with that, I would, um, again, look at your years of experience, um, look at, uh, how much, one of the things I would say is if you can't find something that is um, similar um, within the industry, if you can find something that it's not necessarily the actual job um, title or the job function, um, but maybe looking at some of the skills. What is mm-hmm. the skill set? Mm-hmm. And then kind of work backwards. Like, what is the skill set <laughs> worth? Right? Yes. Um, and then from there, you can kind of get a feel for what um, different types of, of salaries are um you might even be able to um if it's like a newer company um or the position is uh new i would say use that as um an opportunity (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh to to set what your salary should be um again coming in with the facts and and all of the value that you're able to add um, because then you have a lot more wiggle room because there's not a history of, of what salaries have been prior to. So in that case, it's kind of like being able to start fresh and, and develop um, a new base salary uh, based on what you feel that your, um, your value add is to the organization. Right. No, that makes sense. And for those of you that don't know what AI is, I should have said the full word, artificial intelligence. So, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that's, I think that's a good point because you can't go wrong with that. Searching the skills. Yes. Good. Yes. And then I know I've been talking a lot about for those that are applying for a new salary, but I want to make sure that I do a little plug in there for those that are in a current role and are looking to get a raise um, where they're at. Uh, The one thing I want to make sure that everybody um, who's approaching a salary negotiation or even a reclassification within your current uh, 
organization or employer is that you have a good track record of success and, and achievement. It's really hard to negotiate a raise when you don't have the um, the the success or the the achievement within your role to back it up. Um, yes. yes, you might need a raise, but if your <laughs> you know personal um, brand uh, and professional brand in the office is someone who constantly falls short of getting the job done, um, you know, is not a team player, is really hard to work with, then like it's going to be a challenge to to get that raise. So really make sure that when you're you're going for it, you have a strong record of your achievement and your personal brand is strong. And more importantly, you're able to clearly define the contributions that have helped the organization achieve their goals and 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 um work towards the overall mission and vision um, of the organization. And so that's how you want to kind of get it started. Um, Mm -hmm. And then one of the things that I always like to do is in performance evals or mid-year performance evals or or even in some of your one-on-ones, you don't even have to wait till evaluation time, ask your supervisor, you know, what do you think is one of my most important contributions to this organization. And if they can give you a list, those are additional things that you can use within your salary negotiation um, as well. Uh, The other thing that you can do, um, and you have to be careful with this one, again, having a good track record makes this a little bit easier, but if you were to go out and get an offer from another organization, Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that, <laughs> you know, you want to demand, um, you want to deal with this one delicately. You don't want to demand like, you know, I have another offer, like, am I going to get a raise? Um, but it's something <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> you know, ultimatums are not what you want to do in this case. <laughs> right. Um, but it's all in the delivery of, um, how you're making that ask and saying that, you know, well, I really enjoy my my work. Well, I really enjoy working for this organization. I'm in a place where you know I want to be um, upwardly mobile. I'm not only in you know the responsibility of my work, or it could be that you don't want more responsibility at this point in time. You just want to be um, compensated for the responsibility that you currently have. So you could even say, you know, I. I'm um, happy where I'm at. I considered this um, position and and interviewed for it um, not because I'm not happy um, here, but because I I really want to make sure that um, I'm adequately um, compensated for the work um, and some of the the amazing work that I think that I have been able to give here, um, but I would be doing the same thing there and, and being properly compensated for it. I really would um, want to stay here and continue to thrive and and um, bring success to the organization. Do you think there's room for a salary renegotiation um, for my current role? And so being able to you know approach it that way. Um, where it's, you know, 
I'd love to stay here, but really the only reason why I'm considering another place is because of the, the bottom line for the salary. Um, and a lot of times that will give you a counter offer from your current organization that will hopefully be what you need to keep you. And if not, the win-win is that <laughs> hopefully you like this other place too. Um, you can choose to stay where you're at um, or, you know, you have another place where you can go that has a, a better paying salary there. Right. Yeah. No, I think it, you have nothing to lose in that situation. <laughs> right. Unless the job is like two hours away commute, then maybe you might want to stay where you are. <laughs> yeah. So what I would say is like, don't just go out and get like any type of uh, um, counter offer. Like, Make sure this would be someplace that you actually would want to go and that it would be a position that you are, would actually be interested in and, um, enjoy and enjoy what you would do there. So, you know, um, there are definitely people who, uh, go out and just get an offer to get an offer. Um, but I would say, make sure that you're being intentional about that part. Hmm. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I think that a company would look to that. I guess that's another way of really seeing how much you're valued at your current company. If you bring in that letter that shows that someone else is, you know, looking to have you and then your company goes to work to see what they can do, even if they come back with less than what you're going to get. They could come back with something that'll be enough for you to stay. So you'll definitely be able to see if there's, if they value you as an employee. Exactly. So true. Yes. So very. And I guess the, the last thing that I would have to say for this is that make sure I, I alluded to this in the beginning, but making sure that you're really fostering a mindset that sets you up for success with your negotiation um, process. Um, don't be scared um, to ask for what you believe that you're worth. Um, everybody negotiates. You're negotiating a better price at the store. You're negotiating, even, even when you're online shopping, you're shopping around and looking at mm -hmm. all of your options, you know? So if I can get a, a, the same shoe on Amazon for cheaper than I can get it at Macy's, even with my Macy's coupon, I'm going to get it on Amazon. So you want to make sure that those are the same way that you negotiate everywhere else in your life. It's how you're going to um, set yourself up for success in negotiating your salary in your professional life. You are willing to look at those options. You're willing to um, not be afraid to ask for, um, your worth and what you're able to bring to the table and, and what you can contribute. And if you're able to even do that basic step, um, the, the ease of, um, negotiating a salary will start to become more evident. It won't be as fearful. Um, you'll be much more confident. And even if you are still nervous in the process, fake it till you make it, um, you know, make sure that your confidence shows because you don't want to ask for uh, a salary 
with a question mark, right? right. You want to ask for a salary with a period. So um, that's how uh, I would say those are some of the tips that I um, use with clients in negotiating better salaries. Um, it's a lot easier than it appears to be. Of course, you know, money is an uncomfortable thing to talk about. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, and um, if you use some of those um, tips, then I would say you would be much more not only confident and prepared, but I would also say successful in being able to um, negotiate a higher salary that you believe is is worth your time. Yeah. And I mean, don't live in regret, people, because just like the example you used, Ashley, about how we negotiate online, and it's like, how do we feel when we buy something impulsively and then see it on sale later or see it a place where we could have gotten it cheaper? We're pissed. And so don't like go into a job without really negotiating. And then when you get in there, you find out that your coworker is making like $10,000 more than you because they negotiated. So yeah, yep. totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate this. This like rounds out our talks. So, and you've given everyone so many great tips um, so that I hope they implement them in their lives and they're able to go out there and be persistent this year and get what they're looking for, whether it's a job or a bigger business network or a personal network. Go get it, guys. So, Ashley, tell everyone where they can find you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram um, and Twitter at intentional underscore the letter U. I'm also on Facebook, um, just intentional U, no underscore. Um, Or you can find me at my website, the intentional letter U. um, Well, the intentional U, just the letter, uh, dot com. All right. And everyone, you you know where you can get your motivational gear at thewordchanges.com. Check out the prior recordings and enjoy. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.